Blog Talk Radio. jazz vocalist and educator Shirley Crabb. Do you love great jazz conversation? Join veteran broadcaster and host Miss Bridget on Coffee Talk Radio for good coffee and great chat. As women in jazz, we are elegant musicians, prolific composers and arrangers, and we've established ourselves as the primary voices of our generation. Our various contributions to jazz are remarkable. You'll meet irresistible performers blessed with uncanny instrumental skills. You'll enjoy recording artists with multilingual voices selling out stadiums and venues around the globe. Be sure to visit my website at www.shirleycrab.com and follow me on Twitter at Shirley's Jazz. And be sure to visit the official Coffee Talk Jazz website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and hello, everybody. It is Ms. Bridget Lewis, award-winning host of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio and Coffee Talk Conversations. It is a glorious, beautiful Saturday morning, November the 13th. How is everybody doing? Oh, my goodness, you guys, the boards are, like, already lit up because we have a phenomenal guest that is all the way here from Dallas, Texas. But before I bring her on, there's just a few housekeeping rules. If you guys want to speak with our guest, just make sure you press 1 on your phone. I'm going to open up the board, and you can ask her any question that is relevant to music. We have birthday celebrations, gift giveaways, and so many other juicy, juicy, juicy things that are happening. So let me just go ahead and just give her a proper introduction, and then we'll get into everything else. I tell you, her name is Joyce Spencer. When I think of her name, number one, her name is just synonymous with style, class, and elegance. Let's just start with that, okay? On top of that, she's an award-winning saxophonist, flutist, and vocalist, and her music covers the gamut of musical influences. You would think that it was more than one person, but see, that's what happens when you're a triple threat. I want to welcome my girl back to the show, award-winning vocalist, saxophonist, songwriter, Joyce Spencer to the party. Hey, Joyce. Hello. Thank you for that awesome introduction. (laughs) (laughs) You are so welcome. Oh, my God. And there it is. I'm giving you a drum roll for this Saturday. So what is happening in Texas? It's beautiful here. What's the weather like there? 
It's beautiful here, too, believe it or not, you know, in the uh, 70s. Um, I think tonight it's supposed to drop to the 40s. And in Texas, I always have to listen to the weather so I'll know how to dress for my gigs, especially if it's outdoors. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Joyce is like, she's blowing up the charts. She is like all over the place. Okay. So we're going to be talking about some of her incredible music. We're going to be playing several tracks uh, on the show. But I want to talk about specifically, there's a song that just has really just hit my heart. And um, Mm -hmm. this song is very special to Joyce, to her family. And when I heard it, like, I felt it. She wrote it from her, from her heart, from the depths of her soul. And the song is entitled Cherish. And so, Joyce, please share with our listeners and the worldwide audience the meaning behind the song Cherish. Last year, we all know that um, in 2020, everybody was challenged uh, by the pandemic. And my family uh, was dramatically challenged because we lost her mom to COVID. Uh, she was in the care mm. um, of, um, you know, medical care, and the nurse had COVID, and um, she uh, passed away, and so did my mom. And uh, And it was it's not just the passing away. It, it's that we couldn't be by her bedside because she was in the COVID unit. Mm. So that was oh, challenging. It, it just felt super, super awkward because, you know, we're from, we're Southern people with great hospitality. When one member of the family is down, we all rush to, to be there and we couldn't do that. And um, so, during that time, I was trying to release a new track, but I kind of lost interest. And I just yeah, told my producer, I said, you know what, I, I, I don't even know. Uh, you know, just give me a, a break. So I took a break, and I came back, and I, and I started cherishing the memories of my mom because someone told me, focus on the good times, focus on that. And, and I'd look at pictures, and I'd laugh because I remember those times and what we were doing at the time. So which led to the title Cherish, uh, sharing the, the memories of my mom. And also, you know, I had uh, two cousins, uh, a father and daughter who passed away of COVID, and a host of musician friends and what have you. So it's not just for my mom. It's that we all cherish the memories of our loved ones who have passed on. Wow. Um what you said is like, I mean, it just leaves me with my, with my mouth open, honestly, because, you know, this pandemic, I mean, it's like nothing that we've ever seen in our lifetime. And I'm sure right. that everyone thought, at least I thought, it's like when it first hit, it was March of 2020. I knew exactly where I was. Um, I have mm-hmm. a lot of things that were um, – you know, on, on the fire and some, I mean, things that were just huge, massive, massive projects where I was going to pull a lot of my artists and musicians and folks in. And then, you know, everything shut down and it was just like, we didn't even know how to even process any of it because it was just the strangest, Whoa. weirdest thing, even from just getting in my car and then driving and not seeing anybody on, you know, the street or um, seeing people, when you did see people, it was almost as if you, you had something on you and whether they knew it or not. And, and did you find that people were like kind of shrugging, like I'm in the grocery store and people like, you know, pulling themselves kind of like away. 
or it, it was it was just crazy. And so your song is so so timely because I think that a lot of times you know people think most people think we've got we've got another twenty years, we've got another forty years, we've got another fifty years. And mm-hmm. like you, I've also lost friends, you know, to COVID. One of my very very good girlfriends. I, I just, I was mm-hmm. so shocked. Um, Lord Metlock Smith, great, great friend, 25-year friendship, top attorney in the D.C. area. And, you know, your memories come up on Facebook. And I was like, oh, my God, this is an amazing memory of me and me and Lauren. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, let me just, just reach out and just share, share it with her. When I got ready to share it, and I was like, okay, like, wait. And my eyes were like, I couldn't believe what I saw. And then. On her page, her husband had put in loving memory of Lauren Metlock Smith. I was like, like, what? And and I'm, like, reaching out to AZ, like, why didn't y'all call? Like, why didn't you guys, like, say anything? And so I'm so happy that you wrote this song, Cherish the Moment, mm-hmm. and I am deeply, deeply um, sorry for your, for your loss because I know what that feels like. We have all lost something. And so I said, you know, um, I'm so happy that you have the medium of music to be able to express yourself. And so when you wrote the track, um, did the melody come first? Was it the hook in there? Uh, when you heard a, a certain part of the song, you was like, okay, this is it, and I'm going to dedicate this to my mom and those others um, who were lost as well. Well, what I did was I wrote the hook. I gave uh, the basic song, and I gave it to the producer, Jeff Kennedy, and he made, mm-hmm. uh, and then he uh, sent something back to me. And of course, I changed it again because it had to fit me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the bridge. I went, nah, I need a bridge to be like this. <laughs> you know, you go back and forth. But uh, uh, he he did a great job uh, working with me. And uh, and you know, you have to. People can help you. You can have your producer help you. But this was so personal to me. I had to add my personal touch and my personal feeling to it and that's how it came that's how it came to be you know because uh like I said I was working on it uh, on a new song before my mom passed away but when she passed away it took on a whole new meaning and that's when I came up with a title I said okay and, and I made it more personal and I know other people can relate and you know although I wrote it for me I know it's not just for me right you know because yeah. I, like you, found out a producer I was working with in New York. I'm scrolling down Facebook, and I found out he passed away the end of September. So that was it's shocking. Just it just unbelievable. You know, I'm like, what is he? I'm like, what is Michael doing? What is what does he mean? Because when I talked to him last, a couple of weeks before that, uh, he was right. full of life. He was strong. He was, you know telling me, no, Joyce, you need to do this and do that. I said, okay, you know, well, let, let, me, let me take a break and I'll get back with you. And, and so, it, like you said, when you, you really have to give your accolades to people now um, because you can yeah. have a very good conversation with that person and you didn't, and you won't know this is your last conversation with that person. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it is hit. It, it, it is really, weird. really it's, hit. Mhm. No, it's your child. I'm just. This is still your show. I'm just. I'm shaking my head. Oh, okay. In, in, 
and disbelief and disbelief about your producer in New York. Just wow. Yeah. So there's some there are some shocking things that happen. So we need the music to help us get through it. And uh wow. and even the next project I said, Okay, I'm gonna go more upbeat with the next project and the title <laughs> of it is Saxo Funk, but I'm not releasing it oh, until January. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I you know, because sometimes you have to go, okay, it's time, you know, there's, there's a time right. for um, mourning, and, and you need to take that time. And then you have to say, okay, um, I'm, I'm here alive. God still has a purpose for me. Let me, let me flip it. Mm. And the producer on that one is Terry Tuck and his wife, Nkinje. And I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to it. So far, we've done such a great what? job. And what, what I love about working with Terry and Nkinje they're just such good people. That's what we used to say in the South. They're good people. And uh, yeah. crazy talented. <laughs> so, and I have, so, the, and that that's what I'm going to do right now because what I wanted to do, you know, my husband for years, he said, you really need to focus on a genre and, 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 and hit it heavy. And, um, you know, because I'm all over the place when it comes to music. Uh, for instance, tonight I'm playing with a rockabilly band, okay? A couple of weeks ago I was playing oh, wow. at a blues festival. And then I go to smooth jazz, and then <laughs> jazz has his, its layers. <laughs> so when I'm writing, sometimes I'm all over the place, and what a producer will do for me is help me stay focused. And and that's what wow. Terry's doing for me, because when I sent him the track, I said, what I need to do is push the envelope uh, but not too far. That is not considered smooth jazz. And wow. uh, and um, he it was excellent because he got back with me because the track was basically finished and I just knew it needed you know uh, more bottom or bass and things like that. So he got back with me. He said, "Oh, it's a little too long. Let's do this." And then Ken Jay said, "Oh, when you do the background, we need a little more emphasis." So things like that. And and I don't care how talented you are. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees when you're writing uh, your own music. You need somebody, you need uh, other people to to listen and you know with their ears and give you feedback. And I've been enjoying this. So if Terry and in Kinjay, if you guys are listening, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you're doing, especially on saxophone. And then after that, I'm going to uh, release a, a flute track. Uh, it's already written. And but oh, so wow. my goal is to release one track at a time until I reach enough to have an EP, and then I will release it as an album, if you will. Uh, uh, so one well, track at a time, because basically, well, you know, as an indie artist, that's about all you can afford, really. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a, well, it's a, such I a really, labor. Really, I want to shout you mm-hmm. out, Joyce, because and I have to interject. You're a bad mama jamma. Now, you guys know, look, you guys, I'm originally from, I was born in Harris County. I was born in Houston. So I know of what you speak when you say, hey, um, Terry and his wife and Kenji are good people. I know Terry, um, but I don't know his wife. But that's a bad boy. And that, Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. He is incredible. So to have him on your project, you've got the, you've got the ears. He's got, you know, he's got that bass. I mean, I mm-hmm. cannot wait to hear it and you got me 
all excited over here. Um, what I love about your music is it's, it's not all over the place because you can fit into any genre. It's R&B, it's funk, it's fusion, it's blues, it's pop, it's gospel, it's Christian, and there are not a lot of female saxophonists that I know of, because y'all know I know some of everybody, as we say in Texas, everybody. <laughs> so uh-huh. I really, really know some of everyone. So I think that it's really an asset um, to you, and it, and it is amazing and it's wonderful to have a producer who has his idea on the direction that the next project should go. And at the same time, mm-hmm. it's a conversation that I was having with uh, another artist. As a matter of fact, um, shout out to Paul Jackson Jr., who is so prolific in his career. I was talking with Paul last week, and one of the things that we were talking about, and the reason that he is a first-call musician and that he's always everywhere and has played with everybody from the late Whitney Houston to the late Michael Jackson to everybody who's anybody, is that if you um, if you can read music, that's fantastic. But if you can play by ear, that's even better. But one of the biggest things that he shared with me is if you can play a genre, if you can play a variety of different genres, you're always going to be working. Someone is always going to be calling you. And so when you said that, mm-hmm. you need to just get ready, honestly. You need to get ready mm-hmm. because on top of that, you're also a vocalist. Hello? Uh, <laughs> y'all, have, have y'all seen the video? Have y'all seen the video? I'm just saying, right? So um, without further ado, I just want to jump into Cherish. Um, okay. Joyce just Joyce just shared why she wrote it, who she wrote it for, and it is a um, beautiful dedication to her late mom and friends and those who were lost, and we all need to cherish the moment. So when we come back, Joyce is going to tell us how we can run to all the national digital retailers and buy this project. Let's go, y'all. <laughs>
Hello, this is Nadia Washington, vocalist and songwriter and graduate of Berklee College of Music. Coffee Talk Radio brings our listeners the best there is in diversity and talent. We have several upcoming series. The Art and Culture Series brings our friends from the Broadway stage and film coupled with a jazz twist. The Legends and Gospel Jazz Series has launched too. Oh, but wait, the ladies of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio are back. Come on and take a seat, relax, and enjoy soothing vocal melodies while listening to original compositions. The rhythmically infectious sounds can be heard right here at Coffee Talk Jazz with your host, Miss Bridget, a.k.a. the Coffee Lady. I am Nadia Washington. And please visit www.nadiawashington.com. Thank you. And we are back and we are broadcasting live. You're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio here at Coffee Talk Jazz with my very special guest, flutist, saxophonist, back to the bone. Songwriter, Joyce Spencer, I'm just saying. So, Joyce, please share with our fans where they can pick up Cherish. Y'all, it is so good. Oh, my gosh. It's on all digital platforms from um, uh, iTunes and Amazon. And uh, then you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, What is it, Deezer? It's even on TikTok. <laughs> it's what? all over the place. <laughs> yes, yeah, it. Hey, sometimes you know one thing. Uh, Terry Tuck and I were talking about the technology in the last what ten to fifteen years. It's so rapidly changing that what we oh, resisted yeah. at first, sometimes we have to acquiesce mm-hmm. to later as we understand it. Right. So, so sometimes you have to try something and see if it works. And and right now, uh, before um, uh, Michael, producer in New York, passed away, he, he said, you need a, a different distributor. I said, okay, now how do I do that? And um, so I'm right in the middle of changing distributors uh, okay. that I'm really, really excited about. Uh, and so what that means, and I'm a little nervous about it, but excited at the same time, it means that I have to cancel everything, and then the new distributor um, uh, uh, resubmits everything. And and then I realize that, you know, the, it's the same distributor that uh, many of the uh, smooth jazz artists, uh, AB uh, list artists, are using. So I'm excited about doing that. So if you see Cherish gone for a minute, just hold on. It will be right back under the new distributor. And uh, they have just so, so, so much more uh, to offer, and I'm excited about that. And, you know, that's why I think I'm going to write a song with a title transition because I feel like that's Ooh. how I've been for the last year or so. Okay, here I am. Um, I told a story um, to a friend recently in, in the business. I said, the reason why I worked so feverishly to find the right producer and because I was doing a concert uh, a few years ago in the city of Cedar Hill, an amphitheater. And the lady, the director of the city who's responsible for booking, she came up to me after the show 
And, you know, some some people can give you advice or criticism that is so constructive and so mm-hmm. from the heart of concern. And she said, I chose your band after hearing your music on your CD. She, but she said, but wow. you're so much more than what's on the CD. You're so much more. And I said, okay, mm. then I really need to pay attention uh, to what I'm recording and put it out, put put out there because I do remember telling the uh, engineer I said when I hear it back it sounds good but it doesn't sound like me and uh, so oh. he said no it sounds great it sounds great and and I think lately I've, I, that's why I'm trying to take more control uh, not control but more influence in, in the music and the way it sounds and, and, and the final cut and that's why it's important uh, for me to work with somebody who's good at communication and who doesn't mind when I said, hey, can we try something different that, you know, because I noticed some people really, it, it's your project, but they get offended if I said, you know, that really doesn't sound qu- quite right because you can have so many effects on your horn that it really mm. doesn't sound like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like, well, you lose um, that. You lose the sound. You lose the sound quality. For example, when you said that, it just put me in the mind of. I can think of, I'll name five male, saxophonists, and you'll know who mm-hmm. all of them are, and none of them sounds sounds alike. Okay, so Kirk mm-hmm. Wellam sounds nothing like Boney James. Boney right. James sounds nothing like Jakeem Joyner. Jakeem Joyner mm-hmm. sounds nothing like Eric Darius. Eric Darius sounds nothing like Tony Exum Jr. I mean, and they're all right. incredible saxophonists. And listening to you, exactly, you sound nothing like Tia Fuller. You, I mean, I could go like mm-hmm. down the line. And so, with that being said, how did you find your voice um, with a diverse background um, with the with the with the R and B with the fusion? And what makes me ask that is when I listen to some additional tracks that we're going to play, they all mm-hmm. sound so different, but I mean different in a great way. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, to me it shows your versatility as an artist and that you would fit in, you could fit with, you could fit with any band or you, you could solo or you could just do your track. So with that being said, how did you find your voice? Because I don't think you should be pigeonholed. I, that's my own personal opinion. Okay, I'm irritated right. too, y'all. I'm just saying for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that when um, I was trained classically and on both saxophone and flute, and it's a great discipline, but there, when I approach, it's, it's so different. If I'm playing a ballad on saxophone, the the way mm-hmm. I even blow through the horn is different. It, it's it's soft, it's sweet, but when I'm doing saxophone, you're gonna hear something different. I may growl on the horn. I may yeah. I hit octaves. I go in the altissimo and do some crazy things. But uh, but on for instance, a track I have. Um, um, Oh, I can't remember the name of my own track now. Uh, our love, our love. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, it, you, you will hear none of that. You will hear none of that. And then on, I, I, I did a cover of a Coltrane 
um, uh, uh, equinox, and it sounds like you're in a in in a club and and a different kind of acoustic feel. So it, it, I think what happens is that the way I do it in my head is that I need to go in a different room. Okay, I'm in the room where it's smooth and soft. Okay, get out of there. You have to go in the next room. You have to do this. And and I think what happens, the, the only challenge that I have is when I'm playing by ear because I also uh, know music theory. I have a music uh, education right. degree. And and then I I learn how to read. Then I learn how to play by ear. So if I'm improving, I will think theory. And sometimes if it's a jazz tune that goes playing outside the chord or plays outside the key, I have to switch to the ear real quick and start and stop thinking okay. theory and just start thinking, hey, okay, move here, move there. And 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 if I'm not paying attention, that it will catch up with me <laughs> if I don't know the song. And uh, wow. so I, I think by having so much that I have learned that, you know, okay, we're in a straight major key. And I remember in theory, you do not play the fourth note of the scale in a straight major key. But, yeah, you know, uh, but I, I had to stop thinking when I was in college because I had music theory from um, Renaissance uh, to modern period and then jazz theory and, and learning all those scales. Well, when you see this chord, you play a Mixolydian scale. When you see this chord, I can't play like that. Even though I understand the theory, it, I just started mm-hmm. using my ear. Okay, when I hear this chord playing, that means I can bend this note this way, and that's what I started doing because I, I found that if I'm thinking too much, um, it, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't give the, um, the emotion, the, uh, the feeling, so I need to feel it. So when I when it's t- when I uh, when I I don't plan on doing a growl on the horn, it just comes to me as I play. So if I mm. if I feel it, and even when I walk off the stage, because my husband said get off the stage, and I gave him the signal like just a minute, I have to feel that when it's time to walk okay. off the stage. It's not okay now. I'm going to walk off the stage, and I'm going to do this. That's classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is planned in class. The crescendo, you have to do the crescendo here. Dolce here, no, retard, no. But when I'm playing jazz and R&B and blues, there, there's, it, it, it has to come to me as it comes to me because it's already in me. And that's why the name of my next, the one I'm working on now, the title of the album is Hidden Treasures. And we have wow. some treasures, and that's what I want to come out of me when I'm playing that style of music. If I want to do classical, then I go pull up my, uh, you know, my Chopin, whatever, and do classical. But, you know, and, that, and that's what I mean by going to a different room. This is different. This is different. And and, uh, and I love classical music, don't get me wrong. But if I'm booked to do classical, I need to prepare my, myself mentally so when I do Canon and D for weddings, for instance, that's a popular one for um, for uh, weddings. And then I, pl- I approach the flute in a totally uh, different way. I think classical, the, the notes have to be round and pure. But if I'm playing jazz, it's raspy. It could be <laughs> flutter tones and double tongues and all that stuff. So it's fun, though. Wow. Y'all, this is so good. I hope you guys are picking up what the educator 
Joy Spencer is putting down, as she mentioned, she has an educational background, which includes her bachelor's degree in instrumental and music education. We're going to come back and talk about music education in a second and why I'm so <laughs> impassioned about it and why I recently posted a picture. I think I posted it last night um, with me and Olita Adams. We were at a gala, and I'll tell you all about that. But we're getting ready to go ahead and play ACDC. Joyce, can you set this up for your fans? And we're going to play it for them, and we're going to come back with more good coffee and great chat. You want to set this song up for us? Sure. You want to tell them what it's all about, and then we'll play it. Yes. ACDC is actually a cover song, you guys, that was released by Billy Cobham back in the 70s that not many people know about. But when I heard it, I fell in love with it, and uh, I, I introduced it to my band. I rearranged it because, you know, Billy Cobham is all over the place, and I love that. But I rearranged it for, for the band, um, in a sense, simplifying it, and, uh, and I decided to do it on my Many Colors uh, CD. So that's really it's just something I love because it's fusion. That's me, again, loving another style of music. This is like probably one of, I was going to say, one of my favorite tracks. Like they're all my favorites. It's like having a child. You just can't pick one. So here we go, guys, with our okay. very special guest, Buddhist saxophonist songwriter, Joyce Spencer, guys. Thank you. 
this is Marjane, contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. This is a lovely way to spend an evening. Hi, this is Calabria Foti. I'm a jazz vocalist, violinist, music educator, and author. It's Ladies Week here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, and we are bringing our listeners the best there is in diversity and talent. It's your chance to peek behind the curtain and get up close and personal with your favorite jazz musicians and amazing vocalists. Our vision here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio is to increase the profile of jazz through music education, and that's why I'm here to talk to you about education. Coffee Talk Jazz Radio's executive producer, Miss Bridget Lewis, strongly believes in music education, and that's why she's launched the Coffee Talk Jazz Music Foundation for Children. The student recipients will be involved in programs emphasizing intensive study and self-discipline rather than generalized or introductory exposure to the performing arts. The goal is to raise money and awareness for inner-city schools and after-school music programs where children show an aptitude towards music. Music is the fabric of our lives. And I can tell you how important it is to have your generous contribution for Generation Next Project. The proceeds will be divided into four curriculums, preschool, middle school, preparatory, and pre-professional in both music and dance. More information is available through the official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Your support and donations can be made through the website it is a nonprofit organization, 501c company, and your contributions are tax deductible. Support the Generation Next Project Scholarship Foundation and tell them Miss Bridget Lewis sent you. And be sure to pick up my current CD, A Lovely Way to Spend an Evening, available at iTunes, Amazon, and FOTCD.com. That's F-O-T-I-C-D.com. For Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, I'm Calabria Foti. Thank you. We are back. Happy Saturday, guys. I have been here with my very special guest, Joyce Spencer. And I tell you guys, our featured guests are extraordinarily talented, and they come from diverse backgrounds, creating a style of music that is sublimely beautiful, often exuberant, just like that last track, and always innovative. So I hope y'all have y'all copy, and I said I hope y'all have. I'm being real country today. I'm telling you, because the sun is out. <laughs> I'm happy because I got my girl on. She is amazing. <laughs> and I know I heard flute. I know I had saxophone. Did y'all see how she put that up? Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Am I, cor- am I correct, Joyce? <laughs> yes, you are. I, mean, I thought about it. I, I, like, I should have mentioned that. 
You'll hear flute and sax on this one. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I said, my girl is doing it. She is doing it. So I did not share with you who has been tuning in and listening, you guys. I've got two gift giveaways. Um, if it is your birthday, we want to celebrate you. We want to acknowledge you. We don't want to take that for granted. If you all um, call in at 914-205-5995 or just press the one on your phone because I can see you guys on the board. And let me tell you, Joyce, where they are listening in live from, I don't even know what time it is in Barcelona. So welcome to the Coffee Talk Jazz Party. Hello, hello, hello. Auckland, New Zealand. Hello on the other side of the world. Um, yes. Berlin, Germany, like, whoa, what time is it in Berlin? Welcome to the party. You got some other international love, Brisbane, or is it, Brit? I'm sorry, Brisbane, Australia. Let me use my accent, Brisbane, Australia, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and Buenos Aires, Argentina. Mm-hmm. You guys are welcome to the party. Now, some of our local fans, we love it. Chicago, Illinois, welcome. Casablanca, um, Monaco, wow, wow, and wow. Um, This is huge. This is big. And some of our, I mean, this is like a huge international show. Like, there's, like, more international folks that are hanging out. Um, I don't even know they could even hear the show. Let's see, God, what is this? Wow. Um. Cambodia, I won't even. I will not try and even butcher the the city. Okay, Cambodia. Hey guys, Cambodia. Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, so welcome, welcome, welcome to the party. So before we went to the ACD, love your rendition of that, amazing. I want to talk about mm-hmm. music education for a moment. Your bachelor's um, degree in instrument music and education. How important is it for a mom or dad to really foster the talent when they see it's like, hey, this kid, my kid, not because he's my kid, but this kid has really got something special. Um, When should the the mom or the dad really stop and say, hey, you know what? My kid is sounding like Joyce. They could be the next Joyce Spencer. They could be the next, you know, amazing, great vocalist. Um, When should a parent put their own feelings aside? I want little Johnny to be an engineer when clearly – Little Johnny or Little Johnette, <laughs> right? Can't edit down the the road to uh, you know to jump into the art and the entertainment space. So can you speak to that? Uh, yes, um, I can just use myself as an example. When my daughter was three years old, I was still working in uh, corporate America, and I was picking her up from daycare. And Miss Dorothy pulled me to the side. She said, I want you to see what your daughter drew. And I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, it's cute. She said, well, you don't understand. A three-year-old, she was two or three, I think three. A three-year-old uh, child does not draw with that much detail. You know, mm. she drew a garden. You could see the, the garden with what? the vegetable leaves and, and <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know a garden tools that she drew. And she said uh, she has a gift. So I started watching. And what I did was in high school, I I committed to paying for summer classes so she can take four years of art instead of of two. And I was always Mm. doing something. And this flowed with her. And now she's teaching art and she does illustrations (gasps) uh, for books right now. Yes. What? (laughs) Oh, my um, gosh. 
it, it wasn't as easy for my son, but he is talented too. But he, see, there's a fine line there because you don't want to make them do it. Although right. both of my children, when they turned six, I, they started taking piano lessons, whether they wanted to do it for a living or not. And I explained to my daughter when she was seven years old, I said, well, baby, in this house, music is like art and science, math and science. No, I said, <laughs> music is like math and science. It, it, it's part of your life, and you will thank me later. And, uh, and both of them. <laughs> well, there was a little push. So you know, good. I can go back and say that. But when it comes to, and I told them, but when you turn 18, if you don't want to do it anymore, that's fine. But what, I, what you are doing now will be with you for the rest of your life. And you can always go back to it just like I did. I, I was out of music for 20 years. And I went back. So yeah. it's something that's with you. Of wow. course you're going to be a little rust. I promise you, you, if you put that many years and time into music, you will not lose it all. And you can come back to it. Uh, so, and not only that, but I think when you're taking piano, the reason why I chose piano, because piano challenges, the, I think, both sides of your brain. You have to okay. learn how to, when you're reading, you have a bass clef and treble clef. And what is an mm-hmm. E in the bottom staff of the treble is a G on the, bo- uh, on the bass clef. And you are training them. It, I, I just think it's just uh, a beautiful thing to have. Now, I know many kids, Mom, I'm going to go outside and play. I'm going to do this. With my daughter, I sat beside her, and I played with her. And I, in, when it was time to practice, I was right there with her. So you, yeah, it's going to take some sacrifice. But uh, but if you're a child, you don't need to push, and they do it on their own, great. But uh, So there's a fine line there. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy, but when you see or somebody pulls you to the side uh, and tells you, I see a gift in your child that you may miss, because you may not be a musician. With, with right. me, my kids were blessed that their mama uh, was a music, is a musician, I was saying was, is a musician, and I can recognize uh, some things quick, uh, quicker, but some, it's just like my husband and I, we're not ballers. We're not sports fanatics. We don't know how to train our kids to play ball. And, but when it came to music and art, yeah, we're good at that. So when somebody else pulls you to the side and tells you they see something, take note and ask them for advice. Where can I get uh, private lessons? Um, and things. That's why they're private lessons. So if you don't have the ability to teach, then there's somebody else out there that that can do it. And I and it'll be a worthwhile investment in in music education. So when they ask me what instrument should I start my child on, I always say keyboard for the reason I just mentioned, and then allow them to play something else later. Because you have middle school, you have the band program here in the United States, uh, and uh, they they can do something else. So it's really cool because once they learn one instrument, they can apply it to the other one. Because when my daughter played oh, oboe for yeah. a year, just for one year, you know, I took her out of private school to public school. I said, okay, just play the oboe. And I said, you're going to have an easy time because you already know how to how to read music. Um, and you just transfer all your knowledge to that instrument. And she caught on so quickly, they moved her up to the top band within a month, I think. So 
I, w- I would encourage uh, people to learn more than one instrument. For example, Terry Tuck, who we were talking about earlier, Terry knows how to play mm-hmm. uh, bass. We know him as the baddest bass player, right? But he also mm-hmm. plays keyboards. Mm-hmm. He's also a drummer, and he also plays lead guitar. He's the entire rhythm section. And if I had to do this all over again, I would do what Terry did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and play yeah. saxophone, too. It's something about any. You, you don't have you to still be, have the vocals too. Yeah, you've got yes. you've got the vo- you've got the vocals too. And and just uh, to let people know, you're looking at your kids. You said, well, we don't need lessons because she can sing. Learning how to sing is like learning how to play a, a physical uh, instrument in your hands. It's still your vocals is still an instrument because there are layers of mm. your voice that. Uh, that they need to understand. I would still suggest um, getting your child with a mentor or a private teacher, et, et cetera, to, to expand that. And there are different styles. There is, uh, you know, the operatic style, classical style, there's jazz and there's R&B, and learning how to handle those um, areas like uh, of your voice. So I would still suggest that too. Although every now and then you find a child who just gets it. I, I don't know. That that's a gift, but but music it, education. It I just think is. It's, um, when you said that, you know who who came to mind, and it's something that popped up the other day. Um, Fantasia Barino. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. When when she, I remember in 2004, when she won American Idol, like I was glued to the television, mm-hmm. and I saw it on her, and I'm like, I don't know this, I don't know this young lady. But it, she was just so raw. <laughs> she was so raw, yeah. so talented, and then coming from a musical family, and then look at where her career is now. And I think about how she sounded then, and think about how she sounds now. And of course, you know she's a she's a she's known around the world, and she has that right. signature sound. And her mama thought she started out in church. So when you talk about vocals, and I remember her having a because um, I listened listened in. Um, to the voice before I even start producing, because I've done a couple of, of um, produced a couple of shows. I did more for America's Got Talent. I've only, only did two um, with the voice. But with mm-hmm. Fantasia, um, we have vocal coaches. We have vocal coaches because they have to really push you out of your comfort zone because now she can mm-hmm. sing anything. And it's just, it's so effortless. So I thank you for that, if you all are so inclined and you want to give to the Gifted Music Foundation for children, just go to my website at www.coffeetalkjazz.com, and um, we have given thousands of dollars. We have given instruments. Shout out to Cannonball Musical Instruments for gifting us. I mean, I cried boo-hoo tears um, when Cannonball gifted us with um, four student saxophones, four student trumpets. They gave us money. I mean, and the parents were just, wow. they, they, they couldn't, when I tell you that they partnered with us, a funny guitar, um, oh my God, Randy Jackson, when he gifted us two bass guitars with the picks, these were signature limited edition with the amps and with everything. Wow. So he was like, yeah, he goes, I heard about your program. You guys, I have photos. It's amazing. I'm going to have, I'm going to post them on Instagram, and when he heard about the work that we were doing, like I started the Gifted Music Foundation in 2011 when my mom, when mm-hmm. my late mother Sarah was alive, and we talked about it, 
her as an educator, me being in music, me really wanting to give something back, you know, to the urban community. And I said, you know what? Um, an audience of one is still an audience. And I said, I don't care if people don't listen. I have something to say, and I'm going to say it. I'm going <laughs> to share it. And so I went to uh, LAUSD, which is Los Angeles Unified School District, and talked to them and said, hey, I want to adopt a couple of schools in the urban community because I know that music really bridges a divide between our black and brown babies and our Hispanic babies. What can I do? Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of folks who would love to jump on board. And, man, I'm telling you, I put together a proposal, and that thing, um, it took off. They were like, you really going to come? I was like, uh, yeah. I said, well, everybody, for anybody that knows me, when I say something, my word is gone. When I say it, it's done. It's Y'all, y'all better look at my Instagram. Y'all know, look, y'all sleeping. Y'all sleeping on my skills. We're playing, y'all. I'm telling you. And see, when people finally wake up, I'm like, by the time they wake up, I'm like, look, been there, done that. Like, y'all late. That was two or three years back. We moved on, you know, mm-hmm. to the next, like, this big event that I just did. Um, for those who are tuning in, um, and I don't know if you would know it, Joyce. You probably wouldn't, obviously, because you're in Texas, but. SoFi Stadium is here in Los Angeles. It is one of the most phenomenal architectural, I can't even describe what it looks like. And earlier during the week, my team and I, we took an immersive private tour. When I tell you that God opened that door, that does not happen. This is where the L.A. Chargers play, where the Rams play. They spent $5 billion. Um, wow. and that was like, pick up the phone, call them, tell them who you are, tell them what you're doing. I want to bring, um, jazz to the SoFi stadium. Hey, nobody's doing it. God was like, well, if not you, then who? Hello. They were like, well, right. Bridget, we like what you're doing. But of course they Googled me. They asked around and was like, okay, um, you pick the night mm-hmm. and we'll give you a private, we will give you a private tour. And when I tell you that I was. Some of the football players were there, and I'm going to release all those videos a little bit later on. I was talking with the football players. I was saying, hey, guys, I need you guys to support. I need your help. Can you guys get on board with some of the things that we're doing, you know, in the educational space? I said, you all Mm -hmm. have the resources. You guys have the connect. Would you partner with me, you know, for the um, family of five schools that we adopted? And they go, oh, my God, like, tell us more. <clears throat> so, I was really, so I was really happy. I was really happy that I that I listened. I heard the voice of God so clearly. Oh my God, so clear. And He was mm. like, "Pick up the phone, call." And they go, "Well, yeah, of course, yes, of course, of course." Send us the information, writing, and then we'll get back to you with a couple of dates. So if you guys haven't seen the gram, y'all you better check it out. Am I telling the truth, Joyce? Am I telling the truth? Yes. I, I love it. I think, <laughs> didn't I see some snippets of your tour on Instagram? Um, You're throwing yeah, a football or kicking a football? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm doing some of everything, y'all. Just, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't even even really explain what it what it felt like, but your music, your background um, is incredible. I am excited about this new season, I cannot wait to hear saxophone. Count me all the way in. Did I say it right? Saxophone. Yes, it's, saxophone. it's going to be S A X dash the letter O dash and then P H P is in Paul P H U N K. Y'all, I'm going to have fun with this one. 
And y'all better count me in based on, on that one. That. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh my that, God. You know, I also want to. No, you first, you first, you first. I got super excited. No, I was going to say Terry. we have horn Shut. section, uh, horn section hits and things like that. Yeah. Oh and Terry Tuck is really um, helping. I'm I'm excited about it. Terry, if you're listening, I miss you. I have not talked to you like in a thousand years. Where have you been, Terry? Last time I talked to Terry, I think we did a show called Base Boot Camp, and he just tore it. He just broke it all the way down. So it could forever be broken mm-hmm. down. I'm just saying, you guys, it was probably, that had to have been like 10 years ago, but that's the, that's the um, reason why when you are getting ready to put a song together, an EP, you better find a good producer because they literally have your heart in their yeah. hands. And if I'm, I'm just saying, y- y'all, don't get me going. Um, but I want to shout out your husband, drum roll and drum roll. Ladarian Spencer, <laughs> hat off to you for your support, for your encouragement, for, you, for everything that you do, um, for Joyce, for your family. Your husband is amazing. And kudos because you guys have built something that is so incredible and to have that spousal support joyce talk about that that's so good i i always tell people um especially my uh single uh ladies the friends that are in the business that yes it it i it is a great benefit having him to help me he knows how to put Mm -hmm. my horns together and break and break them down too that's how much into it. And I, I love his loving honesty. He'll listen to something and he will tell me, you know, I tell the story, you know, over and over. I was writing a song, the lyrics, and he said, well, after the first line, you lost it. But I have to start all over again. <laughs> so sometimes I need somebody oh, wow. in, my, in my corner like that, even through booking gigs and, and even because we're working on a cherished music video. And while we're there, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Johnny Chu, the um, director and the videographer, and also the executive director, um, Jesse Johnson, and his wife, Cheryl, for their support. I couldn't do this without these guys. And there's a video teaser on my timeline. I need to add it to my website. But it's on my Facebook timeline, LinkedIn, uh, even Instagram. But it's very heartwarming, and uh, I, I just love the storyline that Jesse came up with. So these are people that God has blessed me with that are in my corner and doing everything they can to, yeah. to help me. And I'm telling you, it does take a, a, a village to raise an independent artist. Yeah, it takes – it just takes a team in a variety of different areas where one person can do one thing, one person can do another. Mm-hmm. But when you put it all together, I love kind of like the little, what I call like a musical gumbo, if you will, because yes. no one person can do everything, but then you do find that person that you can trust that can really do something and just really take you to the next level. So um, I want to play one more the song word of trying trust. to squeeze all the juice. Yes. I'm that sorry. Is, that is I huge. just have to say oh the operative God. word is trust. Trust. Yes. All caps. Yes. I, I, I tell people <laughs> you can find somebody who is super talented in what they do, but if they're if you can't trust them and they're not good at, in, in terms of communication, um, 
it's just not worth it. Even in the band, taking musicians, and I have some amazing guys that I'm working with now in the band. Uh, so it's just it's just important when you're up front and you can feel the support behind you. You know, even if you, you start your own song, <laughs> you got some support, and they know how to you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a cover you because uh, I, I play the thing is I tell people I you know I have you know my band situation but I also play with Satin Dolls Carolyn Lee Jones Satin Dolls band and that uh, traditional jazz uh, vintage jazz um, I, I would describe Carolyn as being like a Diane Krall or Karen Carpenter mm. and we do that you know upright bass Peggy's on upright bass keyboard you know and I, I so that's that's a different genre and then i tonight i'm playing with a rockabilly band you know penny and the flamethrowers with uh, by, uh <laughs> led by amber and darren <laughs> so and then i switch and i'm with a blues band and uh so you know I, I, and then not only that i'm also part of a tina turner tribute band called i Die tina by lala johnson that's an, that's another one. So every now and then I have to, you know, gather myself because sometimes the, some music sound the same. And I, you know, I went to the head one time and I forgot we were in Equinox and I went to another straight ahead jazz, but I improvised around it. No one knew that I had messed up <laughs> and the band just went with me. Oh, she'll catch on. And I did. So just keep playing. I'll, I'll figure it out. But when you're you're crossing and you're playing with different groups, and someone might say, oh, that's too much. No, it's not. It's a lot of fun. I, I don't mind the challenge because I, 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 I like playing with satin dolls. Uh, these ladies are awesome. And then the, the Tina, Tur- Tina Turner tribute band is all female, about 11 of us. Oh, that rocks. I love that. I love playing with other women. I, and uh, so, But it's all good. And, and I think by being diverse, I actually get more gigs that way. And uh, last month, I think I had a gig every weekend and some two. Like tonight, I have two, uh, two gigs tonight. And, you know, one, I'm playing one wow. song, Happy Birthday. And then my husband and I jump in the car and we go to the next gig where I play with Penny and the Flamethrower. And, uh, and, I, and I think by being an independent artist and doing every, literally everything myself, um, diversifying is one of the, I think, uh, good decisions I've made. Not all decisions, uh, choices, I, I should say, I've made have been great, but this one was because I also, I've played for NAACP functions, I've played for dignitaries, which is me, and, and my band is in a box, if you will, backing track. And I step up on the stage and I play by myself, I switch, get the flute out, sing a couple of songs, and I make it entertaining. And that has been a good choice, and that allows me uh, to get more shows as well, okay? So some musicians don't believe, some some independent artists don't even like covering tunes. But I, I like to think about that I am an entertainer, and I'm here to serve people. That. And so yeah. I'm constantly looking for how I can minister to people through the gift of music, whether it's my original music or cover tunes. So I have a, a, a description of myself. I tell them I am also a cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so good. 
I am a cover um, girl. So if you want a cover show, I can do that for you. If you want to hear my original stuff. But what I do is, because I did a Sade tribute in Colorado Springs right before COVID shut everything down. And what I did in the middle of the show, I I played two or three of my songs from my CD, and then I went back to Sade. The owner of the uh, of the venue allowed me to do that, and it worked very well. So even though I'm covering, I can interject some of my music in the middle of it. And what happens is that I sell CDs that way. That, that's where I sell oh, when I'm yeah. performing. Not a whole lot. I'll be honest with you. I don't sell a whole lot of CDs online. I really don't. It, it, I sell them at my live shows because after you give them an experience, they want to take something home. And, and then they buy a physical CD because, quite honestly, where are they going to play a CD now? The newer cars don't have a CD player. The newer computers don't have a CD player. So where are they going to play it? And, and, and people know how to um, um, rip it uh, if they have those tools that can do it and they can make digital, uh, download digital on their phones or what have you. So that's why a lot of times I push and I really ask people to uh, follow me on uh, on Spotify and uh, YouTube and, and listen. So I can, as an independent artist, I can get that momentum. And as I get the, the views and the, the plays and the follows, that's really, and it's free to you to do that. But what it does, it helps the independent artist show venues, hey, look at my following. Look at what I have. And, uh, and, and then you can get booked that way. So there's always a way you can support us, independent artists. And I'm not just saying me. I'm saying independent artists, um, that you can, you can do these things. And I'm, shout out to the people on social network that shares, um, they, they share my, um, my uh, event things and they share it. Oh, my God, that's beautiful, too. Like, you know, too many names for me to say it because I might forget. But uh, a name, and I, I don't like doing that, but you know who you are. And, and God bless you for supporting me, all of you who have supported me. You think it doesn't mean a lot, but it really does. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it really is <laughs> a I big just... deal. When you, when, you mm-hmm. show up for, when you show up to a show, I know that it means mm-hmm. the world to the artist because you guys don't understand how they've been in the shit, how they practice, and that they want to bring you the very right. best of who they are. And it's takes a lot of energy to get on stage, perform, and, you know, also when folks show up for those uh, events and at those venues, sometimes people just, they just need two or three hours just to be taken away from everything that life is throwing at them. And then if they can go and get dressed up and enjoy something really good to eat, you know, and then have um, Mm -hmm. an incredible show, um, to me, that's worth like everything. Um, I want to honor your time. I know that you do have another event that's coming mm-hmm. up, so I'm not sure what time you have to be there. But can we squeeze one more song in? Can we play yeah, um, yeah. Sweet Dreams and Many Colors? Are. Yeah, you can. It's about 50 minutes away, so we're good. Go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. All right, guys, so we're going to jump into Sweet Dreams, and we'll have Joyce mm-hmm. to set up Sweet Dreams. And, you guys, I really want to give some gifts away. I've got two delicious gifts. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> yeah, I really want to give something away. So, Joyce, if you can set up Sweet Dreams, let's play that for the fans. And, um, you guys, don't make me put this back down in my little uh, treasure chest. I want to give these gifts away. I see you guys on the board. Press 1, open up your phones. 
Um, we are live tweeting throughout the show. The chat room is open. So we are ready. So, Joy, set up Sweet Dreams for the fans, and I'm going to play it. Uh, Sweet Dreams represents the uh, first um, album. The, the title of the of the album is Sweet Dreams as well, and this and this is a title track. The very first, when I came back to music after about 20 years, and I just jumped into six feet of water and said, let me just do it. Sweet Dreams <laughs> is done. I know. You know, you know, I have a music education degree. That does not make you an expert, an expert in recording. It doesn't make you an expert, an expert in the music business. But I said, I, I just figured I'll just jump in. And, and believe it or not, I had to start the whole CD over because the, the first one was so terrible. And I started again, long story short. And Sweet Dreams is special to me, the track, because I remember – being kind of shy about speaking up about what I thought was right and not right. And I remember stopping and said, you know what? I need a second mic right here. It's not picking up everything. And we did it. And the engineer was like, oh, wow, that really did make a difference. And so and one can say, well, why Duh. didn't you hire someone that, and I'm like, like I said, I was new to this. And when somebody says, yes, okay. I can record a live band, I I assume that meant live horns, you know, as well. So, uh, but I learned a lot. Now I know what to say. How much experience do you have in doing this? Will you work with me, et cetera, et cetera. And trust me, you know, it's not the last mistake I made. I just keep going. I just believe God can make beauty from ashes, and he knows the intent of my heart. So I just keep going and, and trusting God. So, but this one is special to me because I wrote it, like one fan said, it sounds like an adult lullaby. Yes, the intent was to soothe, <laughs> to, soothe the, <laughs> to soothe the savage beast and not create one. So, so you could have sweet sleep. And there is a, uh, a professional music video on this track on YouTube if you want to check it out. That sort of gives the story behind um, the, the track as well. So thank you for allowing me to do this introduction. Awesome. Here we go, guys.
this is Mindy Canner, flautist, keyboardist, songwriter, and composer. Have you heard about Coffee Talk Jazz Radio with radio personality and host Bridget Lewis? She brings listeners the best there is in musical diversity and talent. You'll get a chance to peep behind the curtain and get up close and personal with your favorite artist. You'll experience world-class contemporary Latin gospel straight ahead and smooth jazz greats all right here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Our show's call-in number is 1-347-934-0108. Our show link is www.blogtalkradio.com, Ms. Bridget Lewis. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, www.twitter.com slash coffee talk jazz and check us out at our official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio and we are back and we are broadcasting live I hope you guys are relaxed and unwinding with me your girl award winning host Miss Bridget Lewis and Editor-in-Chief of Coffee Talk Jazz Magazine. Yes, you guys, Coffee Talk Jazz Magazine is coming. Just hold on tight. We've had a few hiccups. Um, I have a brand-new assistant. I have two assistants, as a matter of fact. They both do something different. So y'all just hold on to your hat. If you guys are interested in advertising with us, send me an email to coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. If you can't remember that, just go to the website, coffeetalkjazz.com. Contact page, send me a message, let's talk. Want to submit your music? I'd love to hear from you. Let's be friends, guys. Now, Joyce, how can fans find mm-hmm. you? At uh, JoyceSpencerMusic.com, uh, you can find out every social network where uh, uh, presence uh, that I have. And um, and that's it. If you go to my website, everything is there, even my where to find me in terms of my YouTube channel. Um, and I would love to have you join me. I have on Facebook, I have a Joyce Spencer Music and Entertainment group, and I have a business page. I like the group better because it's easier to interact that way, although the page has Ooh, its, um, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? It, it, Facebook has a ton of of features, and you have to decide which one works better for you. But I'd love to have you on LinkedIn. I'm there. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. And uh, and there's a joke out there. It's not a joke, but I think I'm on MySpace still, but I haven't been there in so long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, we are going way, way back. And you said something. Man, I, I never had a MySpace page. Williams that said something about. I think, and then it occurred to me, yeah, I think I have an account there too, but I haven't been there in years. I better go check it out. Oh my god, <laughs> there. That's mm-hmm. like when you said that. It reminds me. You remember the dial-up modem? Yeah. Think about think about before we got on the internet. It was like you had the dial-up modem. You had to hear the words. You know, you have to wait for it to ring. Right. It's like, MySpace reminds me like the dial-up modem. It was like, oh, my God. Um, but I want to get into maybe like one fun question that a fan is asking, two fans are asking. They want to know, okay, okay um, are you a foodie and specifically ice cream? Because let me, let me just tell you all, 
Bluebell ice cream, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hagen dazs I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. But Bluebell is hands down for me. Brenham, okay, I've been to the factory. I'm just saying, okay. So they want to know. I got excited because I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling this ice cream thing right now. So what's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Is it Hagen dazs Is it Ben and Jerry's? If so, what's your favorite flavor? I like Bluebell vanilla ice cream and chocolate, period. <laughs> and, you guys, I love it more than it loves me. But I, I, I love it because if I start with vanilla, add a little chocolate mm-hmm. swirl on top, put some strawberries in it, chocolate chip cookies crumble on top. Okay, and 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 to me that's the best. I mean, I can eat it just yeah. plain too. But but the reason why I like starting with vanilla because I like to to mix it all in, which could be an indication of my South Louisiana roots because I love gumbo. I'm a foodie in terms of, you know, yes, give me some gumbo, some crawfish etouffee, or we, I grew up with crawfish boils and we had a shrimp later and with uh, corn and potatoes. Uh, I've been doing that all my life. It's popular now in this area in restaurants to go get uh, a seafood box, if you will, and you have the sausage in there. But I've been doing that all my life, and and I love that stuff. It, it, it's just really good. So a good seafood gumbo, you can't beat it. Good seasoning. Um, yeah, foods like that. I love seafood. I like salmon. Oh, I love grilled salmon, y'all. <laughs> love grilled salmon. Oh, That's my God. So, you are making mm-hmm. me hungry. It is almost it's still kind of breakfast time here, but um, I'm a foodie. <laughs> I'm a girl from Texas. I love me some, listen, I said, I love me. I'm being real country right now. I love me some mm-hmm. grits and some gravy. Come on now, grits, gravy, and a mm-hmm. biscuit. Y'all quit just, y'all don't even play with me, okay, for real, because I, I can cook. Don't, don't make me start posting pictures of me and my granddaughter in the kitchen because we do have a series, a uh, cooking with jazz series. Y'all don't, don't make me post the pictures because y'all know, y'all know I'm going to post the pictures. One day, I, this is what I'm going to do. One day, mm-hmm. um, we will have a camera set up, and I'm going to be in the kitchen, and I'm going to bring one of the musicians to my house, and we're going to serenade y'all while we're cooking, and we're going to give y'all step-by-step, moment-by-moment. Okay, Lord, honey, Miss Pretty, you know what? She can only talk with that girl. You know, she knows she can burn. Yeah, she can really. Mm-hmm. When you could cook back in the day, we used to say, well, you know, she can really burn. Mm-hmm. She can really burn. Yes, and yes, so, yes. Um, Man, your show has been phenomenal. Um, I want to thank you for your gift and that last mm-hmm. track. Um, I heard you. That was soprano sax. I know. I know that. Right. Am I right? That was mm-hmm. soprano. Yeah. Right. See, see y'all. I'm telling right. y'all. She's so good. She's so good. She's so uh, good. I'm you. gonna leave you with the last word, and then we're gonna take it out because I don't think we didn't play. Um, we didn't play uh, many colors. We didn't play that, so I want to um, take it out with that. And, man, God, okay. thank you for hanging out and spending Saturday with us. You are the best. My pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. You are just the best. So, guys, I want to say with music in our hearts and with jazz in our we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters, for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio award-winning number one We love you for listening. We've been around since 2008. Guess what? We're not going anywhere. We'll be back with my very special guest, jazz vocalist all the way from New York, 
Her name is Roseanne Sarita. She's going to be with me next week. This time, you guys, shout out to, again, Ladarian for allowing us to borrow Joyce. She has another commitment. We love your music. We're going to continue to support you. We believe Mm -hmm. in everything um, that you're doing. And we are just friends for life, so don't be trying to go nowhere because we will not let you. <laughs> Honey, you don't have to worry. I'm not going anywhere either. No, I'm not going nowhere either. <laughs> this would be in country today. Okay. Guys, we're going to take it out with many colors. 